Welcome to the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. I am your host, Maria Wingard. I share how hope will arise out of our past broken relationships, fractured families, and personal struggles. Come walk a mile with me as we allow Jesus to clean out the mess and organize the rest. Today's episode is titled, A Grief-Giving, Joy-Filled Christmas, Part 2. Acknowledgement is the first step. We were in such denial, as all of the signs were there from day one. The family photo album without our picture. The professional photo shoots, including everyone but us. The trips to visit, but we were expected to make the majority of travel. The family members creating a homemade gift with pictures of everyone but us. This is when denial turned into anger, and I am a high-justice, right-fighter. The stages of grief apply to more than death. I verbally fought to prove why I was worthy of love, only to be pushed further and further away. Our sacrifice is treated as expected, and their value diminished to nothing. Kevin asked multiple times for counseling, only to be dismissed. This was the beginning of our eyes being opened to it not just being us. When you truly value a relationship, you do the work. You value them enough to have the tough conversations. Biblical counseling is vital for freedom. The scriptures even talk about paid mourners. You need paid professionals to help you grieve and move on. A friend of mine, Bonnie Isaacs, wrote, Christmas is the sufferer's holiday. If it were not for darkness, pain, suffering, death, sin, and anguish, Christ would not have needed to leave glory of heaven above, to be born in a manger among the poor, perform miracles, be crucified for our sins, and arise from the dead. I agree. There is so much pain and suffering, but we have a choice. I love the example Kevin is for me on how to suffer well. I say, he carries buckets of water for others while walking through hell himself. I don't suffer quite as well as I tend to wallow in self-pity at the injustice of it all. (laughs) This mostly has to do with male, female, and introvert-extrovert tendencies, but in part, it's due to his unshakable belief that God is good. Even in impossible situations, God is good. I struggle, like Sarah, wanting at times to laugh at God in disbelief because the wait has been so long with no hope or end in sight. Just when we think it can't get any worse, there's a plot twist to navigate our fragile hearts through. So, we choose to give. Out of our need, we give. We stop for the one who's willing to receive. The broken-hearted young cashier, the middle-aged lady, the family cut off. We can't change our situation, but we can bring comfort to the storm-ravaged person in front of us. The wedding guest parable guides us here. 
When invited guests refused to receive, he found those who would. We give to those who will let us, as receiving is also a choice. This was a highlight to me this year. I made homemade gifts, and not everyone was interested in receiving them. One person wanted nothing from us, while another one wanted all the things. The gifts were available to everyone, but whether or not it was received was up to the individual. Interestingly enough, the hostility towards us from the one who chose nothing probably had a lot to do with their inability to accept a gift from us. How's your heart? Is there someone you have a stone-cold heart towards? Are you open or closed to receiving from others? From God? Every family is dysfunctional, so don't buy the lie that you can avoid it in yours. Where we have a choice is in how we navigate that dysfunction. Kindness is in communicating. Loving someone enough to communicate your boundary needs shows honor. God gives us clear boundaries. Nothing can separate us from the love of God, but our sin separates us from God. These two scriptures do not contradict. We can love the living dead as much as the grieving daughter loves her dad. She has no choice on the separation because her dad took away the option for relationship connection. This is how God loves us even when we choose to ice him out. I pray that today you allow God to take your heart of stone and transform it into a heart of flesh. I pray you forgive and heal by the power of Christ in you, the hope of glory. His joy becomes strength. I pray you sit with Jesus, the rejected cornerstone in your grief, and find comfort in the presence of a holy God that was and is, quote, despised and rejected, a man of sorrows and well acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hid their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Isaiah 53, 3. I am grateful you decided to come walk a mile with me, your host, Maria Wingard, on the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. To find out how Jesus bridges broken to breakthrough and to listen to past episodes, please visit hopewillarise.com. And thanks for listening today.